detective. Thrill me. Back to Detroit for Robocop 2. This is another listener request. We mentioned that we were going to do the first Robocop. We got a message from one of our listeners, Jehovah, and he mentioned possibly doing Robocop 2. Uh, Brilliant. Of course, we threw it. We decided to throw it out there amongst the group and everyone jumped on it, so Robocop 2. Can I request Robocop 3? No, no. Sorry. Everyone out there, do not mention (laughs) Robocop 3, please. The regrets would deepen up with this one. They would. Before we get into Robocop 2, we're going to do a quick up or down. And when I went to the cinema to see Happy Death Day, there was a preview beforehand for a film called Geostorm. Yep, I copped uh, it's it. directed by Dean Devlin, who we, you know, most people would know from uh, Independence Day. He was the writer of Independence Day. Godzilla. The bad one. Oh, yeah. And it stars Gerard Butler. Now, the trailer is just a mess of... Weather events happening, uh, a bit of space stuff. Sounds like you're up then, definitely. <laughs> it's a massive down. Lots of scenery. <laughs> now, I've got, I'll, I'll get everyone's thoughts, but I've got a little bit of info on the film. Mm-hmm. It's a down for me. This is the kind of shit that... Fuck, mate, you were up on King Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I'd watch King Arthur before I this. I would watch King I Arthur probably would five yeah. times before I watch this. This is the kind of movie that these clowns seem to be... Enamoured with. This is a 1990s movie. You know, oh, lots of things will blow up. And, you know, there'll be massive walls of water and stuff, and it's so awesome. It's not awesome anymore. Didn't we go through this phase, though, with, like, Day After Tomorrow and 2012? um, 2012. Surprisingly, a lot of them are directed by Roland Emmerich and involves this Dean Devlin character. Yeah. They're all the same thing. It just looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. I had a similar experience. I saw it. Uh, the trailer was before I watched. Uh, uh, what? I already told you what it was. I can't remember. Kingsman Two. Sorry, Kingsman Two. Uh, I saw it. And it, it, I was looking at the start of it, and it's you know it's, it looks like cheesy action shit. And then when they start explaining what's actually happened, you know things start going wrong, and then the old mate turns and they do this zoom in on his face, and he goes. It's a geostorm. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck everybody. No, it's not I'm a geostorm. <laughs> a geostorm? <laughs> ge- that, the term doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It's just shit. And the special effects in it, like... And let me tell you, mate, it'd be built on bloody quasi-science. Yeah, it's got no probably basis in anything. No. But we'll, uh, we'll quickly, uh, we'll just roll it in there. We'll say, oh, we've, we've consulted a few weather... Weather people, and this is what they told us. As soon as he said that, though, I was just so hard out. Mate, it wasn't it's lost funny. Me with minute, ten seconds in when he goes, "You're late for this meeting." Well, I literally had to come from space. Yeah. Oh, you prick, douchebag. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was. Um, at that point, I was middling. I'm still okay. You got. A, I'm like, you got a chance to get me here. He said that line. I was teetering downwards, <laughs> and then the rest of the trailer, it was just, I it just fucking plummeted. My thumb was straight down. I just. It looked like after that, when they sort of explain, oh, this is what's happening, you're in space, you can control the weather, it was just a fucking mishmash of... It was of, just a muddle of... Look things. at this, look at this, like, weather scene, and then, oh, this is, you know, it's going to be... Um, to be honest... plane freezes over at one point and then yeah. plummets into the ground. And I just, I watched the end of it, and I was kind of fucking numb. When, when, the, when the next preview sort of came around, I, I snapped out of it. I was just like, shit. Yeah, what made, the that? preview made me dumber. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, and I've looked, did, the entire set of previews for Happy Death Day. Um, pretty bad. Gerard Butler's just not, he's not, he's not dragging me to a movie. No. So if he's what you've got to offer and then you throw out those big special effects scenes that, as you said, it's just a fucking yawn fest, mate. Yeah. We've seen it. We've so seen these it. guys have forgotten that this stuff doesn't do it anymore. There's just nothing compelling in it whatsoever. So I'm definitely down. Like, they'd argue that something like Fast and the Furious has been getting away with this for years. But that's a built-in audience. Yeah. They've, they've cultivated. But also it's the exciting. cast has charisma. And, and there's got, heists and things. Yeah. Like, oh, mate, Gerard, Gerard Butler hasn't done much good ever, really. There's arguments made that 300 was decent. And he's had little bits and pieces here where he was look, passable, but he's he not a lead. A, he can be a decent actor, but he's not a lead yeah. actor. No. He's yeah. A, he's a um, character actor. Yeah. Uh, 
And he'd probably be quite a good character actor. I quite like him in, in certain things. Yeah. But, yeah, as you said, I'm just, I, I don't see him on a movie poster and think, yeah, I'm going to see him in a movie. I'm definitely going to watch that. I see The Rock, and I think, well, the movie looks a bit shady, but The Rock's in it. I'm there. Like, yeah. Gerard Butler's not doing that for well, me. Yeah. Gerard Butler in Law Abiding Citizen was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's the sort of thing that he can do. Yeah. But this, where he's trying to be the cheesy, like, I don't know if he's supposed to. I think he is a scientist, isn't he, in this one? But yeah. he's also supposed to be like an action hero. He's a likable rogue, mate. It doesn't fly. Yeah. It doesn't fly. It is. No, hard, hard down. Fuck. Now, I'll tell you what I found out about this film. Okay, this is on you don't why are you doing research? Really, you don't this have to. You've lost me already. Because <laughs> I wondered, I heard about this years ago. Yeah, this got mentioned several years ago. I was thinking, why is it 2017? <laughs> it's only just getting previews. Like, what's going on? Well, it probably makes sense. That's when all these other movies were coming out. It was so like I a went phase. back and I, uh, Wikipedia, so I can't be 100 percent sure if it's correct. <laughs> it basically, it was filmed at the end of 2014. That's how old it is. Mm. After a, a disastrous test screening. They re-shot heaps of it under the sure head of one Danny Cannon, who directed I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, it all ties together. So, Jesus. <laughs> if he's your saviour, you got some problems. He's there, Ron Howard. That's what you need to know. Well, but that, I mean, uh, what you've just said does not surprise me at all, now that I've seen the trailer. So, Yeah. Definite damn. Yep. All right. How does it get a cinema release? That's... Um, in 3,000 theatres. Oh. It cost $80 million. You're right. <laughs> Your hard no is becoming like the touchdown of this <laughs> podcast. That's a hard no from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a no for me. But speaking of trailers, here's the trailer for 1990s RoboCop 2. film this summer has Robo Action. Robo Heat. Robo Power. Robocop 2 Maximum Crash. Rated R. Starts Friday, June 22nd at theaters everywhere. Robocop 2, directed by Irvin Kirshner, who directed. The Empire Strikes Back. Produced by John Davison, who, who produced Sixth Day. Written by Frank Miller. Spirit, I believe, was his uh, filmmaking Directed that one. And a guy called Wallen Green, who wrote Eraser. A little bit unfair on Frank Miller. He has actually done some good stuff, just yeah, not in movies. Not in film. <laughs> Peter Weller plays Robocop and Alex, or, uh, slash Alex Murphy. Nancy Allen is Anne Lewis. Daniel O. Hurley is the old man, and Tom Noonan is Kane. The budget was $35 million, so they really cranked it up. Yeah. And it grossed about $45 million in the US. Now, the producers love Frank Miller's original version of the script. Then They quickly realised it was unfilmable as it was written. The final screen version was heavily rewritten and bears only a superficial resemblance to Miller's story. In 2003, Miller's screenplay was adapted into a comic book series titled Frank Miller's Robocop. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that's over to our comics expert. Have you oh, read that? I don't, no, think I've, I don't think I have actually read that particular one, but I have read some of the stuff that they did, the Robocop comics that they did. Um, but, yeah, I'm led. From what I believe, that's that's correct. I'll track it down. I'll have a read this one. All right. I'm, I'm going to come out of the blocks early. My thoughts. That's always a sign that you, you're fired up, you're ready to roll. Chomping in the bit. <laughs> not as fired up as I was expecting. Look, it has some moments that are okay, like, and some ideas that, if fleshed out properly, might have made us this a better film. But it's it's not a f- patch on the first one, not even close. It's Everything about it has been souped up. Um, even it's, I mean, one thing I pointed out to Jared that really shit me. Because the original was really gritty and, and dirty, like Detroit looked like a, a cesspool. Yeah. Right? And, and it felt a bit more real, a bit more grounded. This is just bathed in neon and it looks like a comic book. Mm. It is a comic book. Yeah, basically. Definitely. And it's to the absolute detriment of it. Yeah, all the atmosphere is gone. And, and the movie, it's just, there's no focus on the plot. It's just crap. There's, there's no just plot. There's nothing going on. There's all these random... St- 
story threads going on that just don't connect to each other. Yeah. There's a million characters. It needed about 10 exposition scenes that it yeah, doesn't have. it doesn't have them. It's, I gave it two and a half. Mm. Out of five. Joke? So it's passable, just. Jesus. As I've said, I've been a fan of Robocop quite, for quite a while, and, you know, it's... Really, every time you watch anything other than the first one, you just think, why? (laughs) 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 It never really sailed those heights. This one, though, has a couple of the real low points. And I'm talking, I mean, I've watched the TV series, which went went the PG route and had blokes on rollerblades shooting up places (laughs) and things like that. But this even stooped lower in a couple couple of parts. And that... It was just really disappointing. Um, I, f- I actually didn't mind Robocop, how he kind of had that blue sheen now. Yeah, I know you said maybe. there was I know you said that the look of the whole movie was drenched, so I understand what you mean, but him in particular, I thought, yeah, I didn't mind yeah, that kind the, of blue sheen. Yeah, the blue shade. was all right because looked it was like, only a lightish blue. It just yeah, it gave us a sense that there might have been some upgrades or whatever going on. Um, and you can see Frank Miller's influence. Like if you've seen anything like The Dark Knight Returns or any of his good comics stuff, you can see you know, a couple of the seeds of his ideas and the style and everything. But I think, as I put it to you, Adam, like there's some ideas in there that I really like, but when you half-bake them, all you're left with for dinner is a fucking raw turkey, <laughs> mate. <laughs> and some salad. <laughs> that's, that's all you got, unfortunately. It's a side salad that's you know, <laughs> eatable, but the rest of it's all cool. I was thinking of, you know, two and a half of that, but I just watching it this time, I thought it's a two. That, at best, I reckon. You know, understandably, you guys were higher on the first one than me, and it's the same here. <laughs> this, <laughs> this was so fucking boring. The amount of times I looked at the screen and things were blowing up and bullets are flying around, and I was just bored. And that's how you know they've really failed. Like, if, if they're big scenes and just can't get you to give a fuck, that's, that's bad. There's very little here. I think, I think Weller's still pretty good. Um, he still does a lot, but they also take away a lot of what he should be doing. They, they have the scene with the with the wife, and then it just that's it. Yeah, there's none of that. That never goes back to that again. Um, the partner just sort of fades in and out. Robocop fades in and out for long stretches. It's just other story threads, like you sort of mentioned, Adam. It's just none of it ties together. And there's sequences where it's five minutes without any dialogue whatsoever, and it's just things happening. It's really disjointed and I was bored out. I actually almost nodded off at one point. And this is about five <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it was it was poor. I gave it a one. So Oof. I did not enjoy yes. it whatsoever. Imagine what you give Rabakov through. <laughs> We're not going to go there, guys. <laughs> you have to. Keep, keep it up your sleeve to uh, You've punish got me at some point. You've got to watch it. You've already paid You know what? I probably will. <laughs> um, your son can watch it. It's but PG. It, it's, just, it's just really bad. Look, the film opens similar to the first one. Yep. And it's a decent start again that yeah, it was you good to have with it the news thing and mm. it mentions Nuke. Yep. And it mentions Kane. Yep. So you get the sense of all that. Um, it also mentions OCP has privatised the police force or whatever it had done. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. They they were striking, back yeah, back yeah. Back. The strike and everything it introduces all that sort of stuff. So it gets off to a similar start, which is good. Like, it, like, and then you got the ad with the fucking carjacking being electrocuted. That was good. I love that. I'm like, like ah, I'm in. You don't even have to bloody call the police. The thing just falls out. No, I love the bit when he gets in the car and he goes, and it won't drain your battery. And then he closes the door and drives off. Because it's just a fucking smoking corpse in the car park. So good. Yeah, that was, uh, at that point, you're watching it and you're thinking, this oh, is yeah, basic. Yeah, I thought this is more of the same. Of the same yeah, it felt like a continuation of the first one. And I thought, oh, this probably won't be that bad. Because I've heard, I had heard that number two was bad, and at that point I was thinking, oh, this is still more of the same, you know. But but and also they do a similar thing with Robocop too. Is in this film is they they showcase he's got a couple of other abilities with where, where he uses the, the the steel door to ricochet the bullet off and yeah. kill the guy. That's cool. Yeah. You know, he uses the little track thing goes and yep. shows where it's going to go. Yeah, they showcase the same thing they did in the first film. Mm. You know, they, they sort of showcase what he can do, mm. and it's obvious some extra things are, are there for him. So, again, I felt in that early stage, I sort of felt we're kind of still in the same ballpark. Yep. Again, the colour scheme was crap. Like, it was way over. 
saturated. Lit. Yeah. It's just saturated. It's, or every sequence is too well lit. Yeah. And then if it's not well lit, it's got um, neon lights in it and things like that. But I still felt we were in the same ballpark, roughly. Well, you mentioned the uh, the strike, and I was like, "This that's a fucking really good way to, to move on to the next movie, bringing that into effect because it's kind of a hangover from the first movie and you get the sense, okay, well, Robo blasted Dick Jones out the window, but it didn't change the world. And yeah. we're still in a fucking cesspit and OCP is still the same old, you know. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I really liked that intro. It had, for the first couple of minutes, it had you thinking, yeah, we're... Back on the same paddock here. We're going to be... Uh, we're but going to be I okay. think... And I'll get to it. I'll get to it in the dislike. You raise a really good point, Gibber. I oh, know. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that. Um, the whole thing about him stalking his wife mm. and she, she, she had sued OCP because he was hanging around. Yep. Great idea. Yeah. Really would have been interesting. And, and I did like that conversation he has with him. Yep. You know, the, the OCP's guy is like, who are you? Yeah. And he, he, I think he first yeah. is Alex Murphy. That I had exactly the same thing. I'd written down exactly the same thing about the stuff driving past the house. It was mm. fucking excellent to start. As you said, it keeps that kind of human link. But he's he's got the awareness that, okay, this is his family, but... I'm not me. I can't fucking just roll up to the doorstep and say, hey, honey, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, and so he kind of, in that whole sequence with the OCP guy, he first he says he's Alex Murphy. Yeah. And then he just realizes, I just have to tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. Because I am. But also, that, that, that conversation, the, though, is, it's fucking heartbreaking. It's yeah. some of bit Weller's best work in the entire series. Yeah. Because he's sitting there and all he's doing is kind of, you know, they say something and all he does is kind of purse the lips. Yeah. And you know he's sitting there going, I'm Murphy. But then he, when he fucking tells his wife, I'm not, I'm not Alex Murphy, they, they, whatever he said, I can't remember the line, but I was just like, shit, that's yeah, actually pretty gut wrenching. cold, whatever, but yeah. Yeah. it's not that necessarily he, like, he is saying what they want, what he knows they want him to say. But it's because that guy says to me, look, what can you do? You, you yeah. can't give her love and stuff. Yeah. You need to cut her off. And he knows yeah. it. He knows yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Which is fine, but it just the whole thing just goes away then. Yeah. And yeah. it was just. And I think it could have been kept around. The last thing, when you see him. An look, interesting thing. Yeah, because she yeah. clearly wanted something from him. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you see him looking out the window, you're thinking it's something's, you know, they're going to come back to this. Yeah. And they never do. And it's probably the biggest misstep It's never even mentioned, yeah. yeah. I love the ad for OCP communication. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Both go, oh, it took me two days to get through to Tokyo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 say I went with the other company to save some dollars. <laughs> well, I'd say the company some money. It took me two days to download the, the it was like the plans or something like that. <laughs> and then they went somewhere else. As <laughs> 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 you said, OCP communication. And yeah. It's like, oh, man, that was awesome. It kind of, yeah, as you said, it's. I reckon that one might be my favourite ad from the whole series. Like, no, personally, I love the um, the sunscreen. Oh yeah, I have it She walked out. She's green. <laughs> <laughs> I also like it's it's got the little um, side note. Uh, use of this product will cause cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh, that was future. a good one. The future's I bright. I think the communications one was my favourite, but yeah, that was. You're right. They the the, uh, the ads overall are probably even better than the yeah, first yeah. one. I also digged on um, the new Robocop prototypes. Oh. He <laughs> <laughs> comes out and just starts going halt. <laughs> <laughs> the second one's the best. It comes and pulls its own head off. Yeah, that's right. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and they look all boxy and stupid. Yeah. Oh, dear. So as they walk out, like, this is the improved version? Where's the improvement? Yeah, um, I, I actually like that. I actually got a, I've got to backtrack a little bit because I forgot to, to mention this one, but the the actual intro where um <laughs> the old lady Millie gets run over and she gets robbed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the bloke that robs her gets robbed. <laughs> robbed by a couple of it's like the spider that ate the fly. That's yeah. what yeah. I looked at that and I said, I thought to myself, that actually does a really good job of portraying how much of a cesspit this joint is. Yeah. And the whole time they've got the graffiti in the background about the nuke and yeah. stuff. That was the only time I thought, yeah, this the, the over-the-top kind of colouring and everything. I, I didn't mind that. Necessary. Um, but, yeah, that, that scene... Um, I watched it and I was just like, yeah, that's a, it's a really good way to show how fucking screwed up the joint is yeah. at this point. And she stomps on his face with a high heel and pops his eyeball out. And he's like, you bastards. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that I also love the bit where there's the, the riot. I don't, actually, I don't know if it was in number one or two, but 
No, it was in number one. Where they're having the riot, and I'm almost sitting there in the van waiting for the other guys to turn up, watching the TV. Yeah. And they throw something through the window next door, and he's like, "Oh yeah, right." So he smashes the window so he can turn up the volume yeah, on the yeah, telly. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> that's cheap as shit. Oh, I actually think the animatronic effects and stuff in this are they're much better. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. When they bust Robocop up, yeah. and he's just hanging there at the back of the warehouse, going, <laughs> "Yeah." Yeah, you know, it's obviously it's not him. It's yeah. The, the robot. Legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks pretty bloody good. Well, the Verhoeven link there comes into it, obviously, because the face model looks so much like Total Recall face modeling. Yeah, for yeah. Special well, effects. the same special effects. Of course, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you can tell, yeah. You're right, though. I kind of fit because, they, you know, the other pieces were just moving and you, you, you buy that, but then you look at the face and it's kind of like it's just stuck in a, like a, a glitch in yeah. a program. Yeah. So you can kind of cop that he's just doing that twitch over and over yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. thought the animatronic. I actually thought the stop motion was still pretty good. Yeah, I, mean, I thought. I, no, I thought it was a lot better. Yeah. It was well, they, 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 what they did was actually bathed it in a bit of darkness, mm. especially when he takes out Kane's old crew. Yeah, um, it's all pretty much in the dark. Yeah, so it works. And and you know the final blue where it charges up the um, elevator shaft at him. You know, yeah, it all looks pretty pretty doable. I thought that the, that was one of my two, the two likes in this movie. The one I had was the effects are better. Yeah. And that's about all you can say. Well, that's when, when you add 30 million bucks to your budget, yeah, it should be better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, apparently they, because um, I think at the time that Robocop hit, Orion was really struggling. Yeah. So the second that Robocop was a hit, they were like, fuck, let's get two and three in production yeah. immediately. Eggs in the basket, just, guys. Yeah, they chucked it all in, all in for that one. I, I'll tell you one thing I thought was really cool is once Robocop had been busted down, they were reprogramming. They're having an OCP board meeting where everyone's just sitting around tossing out whatever ideas they like. Yeah, and of that's course, right. that's why he's got 5,000 directives in there where he just, you yeah. know, be nice to children and all this sort of crap yeah. they had in there. Yeah, that was... Uh, I, I thought that that was quite cool because that's that's kind of what would probably happen, you know, in this massive corporation who now owns the police force. And that yeah. kind of goes into... Um, I like that they made Johnson kind of someone that you could go along with, with the OCP guys, like someone that even though he's, you know, working with the highest level of assholes in the in the in the business, he's kind of someone that you can okay, he's trying to do he's trying to sort of pull back on some of the more shady Yeah involvements that are going on. Yep. I did get a bit of a chuckle out of Robocop when he's lost his actual He's turned into a, like a real sunny, happy sort of because he's just got all the directives in him. And at one point, he's he's really the Miranda rights to a dead bloke that's just been shot. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, "He's a dead guy." And he goes, he looks at her and goes, "I am having trouble." <laughs> <laughs> My favourite part of that was when the blokes kind of watching him talk to the kids and turn off the water and talking about waste and everything. The bloke's sitting there having a cigarette and he turns around and pulls the gun and boom, 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 shoots around his head and does a thank you for not smoking. That was the, the, that was the only kind of... He, he pushes Lewis out of the way. Back! Yeah. <laughs> they were the only... They were, with a gun or something. <laughs> they, were, uh, they were the bookends to... Uh, basically, they possibly. were a pair of bookends to a big lump of turd. Yeah, in the yeah. yeah. it's possibly the worst sequence of the film. Yeah. I did kind of like that Robo, Robocop 2, the, the second... Proto, the, the, the bigger prototype was bigger, faster. The one with Kane in it, yeah, yeah, had better weaponry, you know, it had like a minigun. Yeah, the rockets and, and yeah. Rockets. And it was it was quicker and stuff like it, and it could move around a bit better than Robocop. So I like the fact they kind of did soup it up. Yep. Make it a bit more intimidating. Yeah, intimidating. Because yep. it was. Yeah. Uh, it was it although The idea was sound. The face coming out. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the that was the more yeah, Yep. I wasn't sure about that. It's very strange. The, the yeah. head shape of the actual thing, though, when the screen wasn't out, reminded me of the the big robot thing that comes up in Thor One. It's got a name. I can't oh yeah, yeah. That, um, the, oh, the helmet yeah. shape was exactly yeah, yeah. the same as that. I can't. It's like like a destroyer yeah, or something I can't like remember that. The name is the Guardian or Destroyer or something. Yeah, like that. but yeah. the head exactly reminded me of that one. So, but yeah, yeah the screen coming out, it just it doesn't make sense because you can't see out of a screen. So he that being his eyes and him looking at people, even when the girls talking to him. Yeah, but this is the future. Two way screen. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh... Was it a touch screen? <laughs> Possibly. Know, you need a stylus. You need a stylus. Hang yeah. on. <laughs> um, 
I don't actually think the death of Kane's crew was handled pretty well mm. because again it was sort of bathed in a bit of darkness, so you couldn't actually see the robot in full, mm. and they, he kind of just nailed a lot of them mm. quite brutally in, in some bits. My last like too was the final battle between the two robots was actually not bad. Yeah, like, it's probably the the best directed um, action scene in the film. Yeah, mm. um, but. I mean, I don't know if that's saying much, to be honest. No. Anything else? Anything else for likes, Jared? Oh, mine stopped a long time ago. (laughs) I had it. You're falling asleep again. (laughs) (laughs) I had a a couple. Um, Now, I'm going to get howled down for this one, I'm sure, but... Do you want me to start now? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get stuck in. It's not necessarily the execution, but the idea of a kid being in the crew... You're wrong. (laughs) Just the idea of it, I thought... It was a logical extension. It's very Frank Miller. It was, but it was a logical extension of where the first movie was going about how shitty the shitty the place is that you've got a kid as one of the higher ups in the crew, and then it delivers again a logical moment where Robocop targets him in that shootout, yeah. and he's like, "You can't shoot a kid, can you?" And yeah. then shoots him back. Never goes anywhere from there. But the idea of it, I thought, had some legs. Yeah, it, it does. Did. I would have. Oh, listen! I, I've got, I've got some, I've got some fucking kicking to do to it as well. I would have preferred that if you were going to have that child, that Kane or whatever he was, was killed in the opening shootout, and the kid took over. It was too late for him later because there was way too many. Yeah, was, but it didn't. Everywhere, to me, that to me that wasn't the issue. It was just the handling of the. As I said, I think the idea was what I liked, and I saw a little bit of what. They could have got out yeah, of it, and I, I and it just they were going a certain I mean, way. I didn't, I didn't have so much of an issue with where it ended. You know that that he'd sort of taken over Kane at the point that he did. It was more that by that point it, it had already screwed it up. Yeah, um, he didn't even care. No, no. At <laughs> that point it was sort of the idea was gone. The, the legs were had been cut off the idea and <laughs> left bleeding in a pile like the blokes on the OCP boardroom floor. Yeah. The chase scene with Kane, I actually really like that. The one where, where he's on the truck, basically where he kills Kane. He's become mighty bloody, you know, he can move around much better than he could. He's on a motorbike yeah, for Yeah. It's, yeah, problematic again about yeah. the movement and everything. But when he was on the truck and he was getting, you know, rammed against the wall and all that sort of stuff, I was like, kind of exciting, which didn't happen a lot in the movie. Yeah. The other thing too... I don't know why, but the mayor made me laugh. No, <laughs> the mayor, no, the mayor is rubbish. I said the bloke in the first no, film was the over the top. <laughs> the telephone. The telephone. He's pure genius. Pure genius. With that contortionist fiddler. That's great. But how does that mayor get elected? That's what I like. Oh my god! Well, look at that. He's in the background, and at the end, he's got both. Both legs on his head. And then he falls over and breaks his fiddle and he's all upset. He's like... <laughs> and everyone, like, the whole thing, he's like, everyone's just sitting there going, what the fuck is this? And then the bear comes up going, yeah! <laughs> Clapping him on. And he's like, where are we at? And she goes, it's like $4,000. He's like, no! <laughs> and the other part, too, I just couldn't... I don't know why, but it made me laugh when the delivery of, like, when they're talking about, oh, yeah, um, he's Hobbs saying, well, 50 cut it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, $50 or whatever. And then they open it up and it's like 50 mil. And he starts kind of, you know, he's kind of moving his mouth. He's going, ooh. It <laughs> starts grabbing his tie. Yeah, 50 should cut it. <laughs> I don't know why. The delivery just made me laugh. I thought in the, in the office when he's abusing OCP and he's talking about you decrepit old prick or something. Yeah, when like, he's storming out. That he was too me, much. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> but I laughed. I can't. He was actually in um, CB4. I think he was like a preacher called Trustus Jones or something like that. It's kind of, he's, he's got the same sort of demeanour here, but let's it, go it got back, me let, a couple let, of times. Let's, let's get back to the contortionist fiddler. <laughs> <laughs> that was genius. That might have been the best thing in the whole movie. He's got one leg up around his head. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then yeah, they cut away and he's, he's doing the splits. <laughs> and playing with his mouth, yeah. <laughs> so good. I also like... <laughs> <laughs> I also like that they cut to the... Uh, I like that they cut to the mayor after the, you know, the shootout too. And they're saying, you know, oh, we found some city officials dead there and he's fucking... Abusing people. 
these were these men were hardworking and started, you know, abusing everyone about we do not, you know, we do not consult with criminals. That's it. So sort of walks off like the guy just had me. I was in. I was in on the man. I was a bit down on his um He's, he was over the top. He was over the top, but he got me. Uh, he got me for a couple of the few laughs that I'd had in the movie. Yeah, yeah so he, he was the over top henchman in this one for me. Like, I just yep. couldn't copy him. I, just, every, I can see that. I'm like, how did he get elected? I can definitely say that because he's clearly not supposed to be like crooked up until the point where he's trying no, to no, make, get the money. He tries to he's trying to do the right deal. thing, but he's just a dick. <laughs> just so loud. But and how bra- can you got? How can you only have four grand when you use? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> the toys just fiddle and brings in ten grand easy. <laughs> I'm giving him four grand myself. <laughs> if I'm laughing like that, it's worth it. What else you got on your list, Cox? That was it. No, that was it. No more likes. Okay, this one is really open. Let's go. It's time. As I said at the start, the opening gun uh, is it liquor store or is it a gun store? It's a gun store being robbed. Yeah, they blow it up. Yep. It is. It, it's just there's no there's no grit to it. Like, coming back to the original, even though it was set in the future and it was science fiction, so to speak, this film, you know, the, but it felt grounded that, that Detroit was like it was. It currently is, mm. you know. This just, it was just comic book. Like, it just yeah. had comic book written all over it. and in Not a in way, a good way. Yeah, in a really bad way. And in a way, it kind of, it... It was the beginning of cutting down on the violence. I, yeah, I, I didn't it was. feel the violence. Like the first one was ultra violent. Yeah. Ultra violent, right? Yep. This one was violent, but they cut away from a lot of the real gory stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying that would have made it better. I'm just saying that kind of would have kept in in tone with what the first one was. Mm. And the reason why the violence works in the first one is because it's almost like it's so outrageous, you can't sort of, you know, take it. The violence itself is a commentary in the first one. Yeah, on stuff. Yeah. yeah, in part one, you can kind of, <clears throat> to go on what you were saying, it's kind of a commentary. Part one does feel realistic in a sense, but yeah. it's just like a grittier, lawless kind of version of what we were living in yeah. or what America was living in. This one just gets too out there and too comic booky, too colourful, too, like, it just it goes back there forever on it, yeah. <laughs> it took and well, Coolio, Coolio with street racing nipple. and all that sort of yeah. stuff, you know. And a cod piece, yeah, a cod yeah. piece. No, Christopher O'Donnell, though, thank Christ. And they, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's doing that. Washing stuff, using karate. There's a, there's, there's a couple of sequences that don't really didn't need to be there either, like. There's a scene where when there was a lot in the a initial couple, yeah. <laughs> in the initial um, fight where Kane flees the drug den when Robocop first turns up, mm. and they show him going out to his limo and he opens the door and there's a random Asian lady in there going and he just he shoots, <laughs> her, shoots and and he the just door. her out the door. I'm like, we know he's the villain. Like this yeah, was yeah. not necessary. Yeah, like you're trying to make out he's real bad. He shoots people and just dumps them on the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, she's in, she, isn't she holding a baby as well? I think she's holding a baby. I don't think, no, I don't think she has. No, I think that's after, isn't it? I don't know. But you were asleep. So. Oh man, <laughs> there's bits and pieces where I've just lo- I've lost time. I don't know if I was actually asleep or if I just zoned out that badly. <laughs> but it's an unnecessary sequence. Mm. Like it's yeah. just like I was trying to show how bad Kane is. And but it's he funny just to never say he comes across as bad because the moment we meet him, he's philosophizing oh, about some mate, bullshit. That was a separate dislike. His <laughs> ramblings, it was just constant fucking nonsense. Yeah, well, he was in a, it was a cult. Yeah, yeah but he's Why like, is it a cult? I, what's, the, what's the line? It was, you think it was me who beat you? It wasn't. It was this. And he, I think he holds yeah, up the yeah. nuke. The fuck does that mean? Yeah, no. I got, what are yeah, you talking yeah, about? Yeah, too. It wasn't this. It was you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just, he, he's, uh. He's just a nuisance. Yeah. Every time he's on screen, he's just gibbering. And it's a shame because Tom Noonan yeah, has like plenty of presence yeah. and you could see him being like the Clarence Bodycar where he oh, could be quite exactly scary. they look exactly the same, just slightly smaller forehead. You know, and he's like, he played, you know, the Tooth Fairy in Manhunter and things like that and he's he's this he's creepy bloke. He yeah. just doesn't get anything to do here. No. Yeah. Um, and the big problem with this movie is there's so much going on. Like there's Nuke. Over here, there's a police strike over here. There's the corrupt police over here. Mm. There's OCP privatising Detroit. There's RoboCop still thinking about his family. There's 
a prototype for Robocop 2. Nuke actually becomes... Nuke and Kane actually become secondary. Yeah. They become the subplot, so basically. So, your villain's a subplot. Yeah. It's really... And not a good one anyway. Odd. But then you get this other villain, this Dr. F- Dr. Fox, Fox or whatever it is. <laughs> She's, she becomes the villain, basically. Mm. But um, we st- out of nowhere. I still don't know why. Well, I still don't understand her... Her plan. No, I'm I'm baffled. Put but look, mate, brain. Her, she is she is the I reckon she's Eve Perrette's female accomplice. <laughs> What's your plan, Doctor Fact? I don't know. <laughs> because essentially, like she is solely responsible for putting Kane's brain in, like putting you know looking for criminals as. But you know what I found too. funny about that? She's trying to explain why it's good to have crims. You've got one robotic officer. Who still has memories? What, what do you think a criminal's gonna do? <laughs> yeah. He's got yeah, memories. Yeah. He's gonna go burko. Yeah. The other guys, like you know, they basically you'd just be sitting there going, "Still not a good idea, Doctor yeah. Facts." I don't understand where this is going, but they go from you still. You, I mean, by the end of the movie, you don't even really know if she still had good intentions with that, or she had a fucking devious plot. Because well, there is no fucking devious plot. She just does it and then seems to have a devious plot because she's controlling Kane with nuke and stuff like that. But then by the end of it, there's no explanation of what she was actually no. doing. Then the old man's going to hold her accountable for the whole thing. That's how it ends. But at the end, he Him and her- Johnson, no, but... We'll, yeah, we'll work on that, Johnson. Yeah, we'll yeah. her up. That's basically what they were going to do. Yeah. So it's kind of... It's, it's, she's the, she's the, um, the scapegoat for OCP. But it still doesn't explain why we have a why we have Kane, why we have Robocop two. It doesn't explain anything. It's just it's there's no motivation for for what she's doing. There's no explained motivation, and you you kind of need it. I think she's just she's just too like she she outsmarts herself. She thinks she has all the answers about why the the good officers aren't panning out because you know what they think about you know their masculinity and all that sort of stuff. They try. She thinks this other thing is an answer, but it's obviously not. See, that's what I thought too. But then, when she's controlling him with a vial of nuke, that to me says she understands that he's still screwed up and he's going to control him to her ends with yeah. this. But as how I said, does there's, the no clear, the there's no of clear a, explanation. Of a narcotic either, by the way. Like, oh, is he going to put it in his hydraulics? He's still got his brain. He's still got his brain. His eyes hanging off his brain. <laughs> Reminded me of Krang. <laughs> yeah, well, I was about to say. Suddenly we're going to have some Ninja Turtles action going oh, on. shit. Like, his eyes are there in the jar. Mm. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem right. No. Well, that's it. Obviously, yeah, that's it. You just answered. I'm not aware that that should be working. You've still just you've answered the question about how he can see, even though the screen, his face is a screen. Yeah, he's got a little window at the bottom of his eyeballs peering out. Um, he's, he's like a, a mascot, you know. He's got like the big head at the top, but he actually looks out the thing in his belly where his eyes actually are. <laughs> Why is like at the end of number one, Robocop's got his humanity back, right? He's not, you know, I am here to protect yeah, that sort of well, shit. He basically he, says Murphy, yeah, Murphy, Murphy, I'm, I'm Alex Murphy, you know, like that sort of shit. And then at the start of this one, it's it's like he went back in and said, "Hey, can you guys reset me back to being a mindless drone?" Like, yeah, why is he back to being back to square one? Because we're still in the likes here, <laughs> are we? <laughs> oh shit, yeah, we're in the likes. Are we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah anyway. Likes, I, I'm as confused by this podcast as yeah, I am about the movie. The, uh, <laughs> you were by the uh, devious plan. Yeah, that's a good. That's actually a good, really good call, Gibbo, because he, I assumed they were okay with him. Well, I mean, his humanity. Back the head of him. OCP was like, yeah. "What's your name, son?" And now the head of OCP, who previously seemed like. Just a sort of oblivious figurehead. Yeah, he's he's now yeah, the he's, prick, you know. Yeah. Like. But but this is another problem with the whole thing is that you've got all these characters. Like there's there's so many characters here. That the, the movies are washed with characters, and yet you don't even bother to put some sort of shades into the Lewis Murphy relationship. Mm. And she just pops up that. randomly yeah. through the whole yeah. movie for no reason. You could have done that here. It's a familiar face, but you, there's no reason for her to be get there when she of, is. Pretty get much. Get rid of, you know, to me, you don't need Kane's girlfriend. 
No. I don't, I don't see why they had that. You could have done away with Hob considering they botched it. Mm. They actually botched the way they'd done it. So I think looking back on it, you could have said, well, well, those roles could have been together. Yeah, Basically, yeah. if you're going to have the girlfriend, she could have been doing what Hob was doing. Yeah, exactly. There was just a ton of other flunkies. There was all these OCP idiots and, you know, like it's like Mer- Lewis is basically just a non-event. Like, they right. may as well not have bothered even having her. Yeah. So That's just- it. If you, did, if you didn't have the kid, though, you wouldn't have that massive tearjerker of a scene in, in the back of the armoured car when he's dying. Yeah. So what supposed, was that? You're supposed, you're supposed to feel for the boat. Shocker. No, nah, sorry. He's the, an absolute little bastard. It was yeah. really poorly acted. He's like, don't that, leave me. Yeah. All right, I'll stay. I reckon Ravikov should have just gone. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure of this. Ah, uh, Kane shot yeah. him. <laughs> it seems that the bullets uh, from your gun. Nah. <laughs> that, that scene was just out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, that little kid was just a turd the whole time, and now he's just like... You know, trying to like make a martyr of him or something. But see, that's it. That's what I'm like. There was, there was that could have worked if some of the stuff in the lead up was done better. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, you said that this could have done something. You could see where that where they could have, but they just did everything they just wrong. Did, exactly, and it didn't they work just, for that reason. What um, I'm wondering is, is that is that some of the Frank Miller stuff that was kept? I think the the kid especially strikes me as some Frank Miller stuff. It reminds me of some of the stuff that he did in Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, but yeah, it just. But but because it's been all sort of chopped up, it's all chopped up. It just it, didn't. It doesn't fit. It doesn't sort of, sort of fit. Connect anywhere. Yeah. The other, my other problem with Hob was, uh, well, I had a couple of problems. Obviously, that it, it, we never got a sense of how he got into the position that he did, which I think was needed. Like having the kid in the crew was one thing, but when he's fighting Lewis, it just destroys any kind of menace or any ideas you had. He either needed to avoid the fights and just have these kind of just little allusions to how he got... Gun battles or something. Yeah, or, or, you know, just little drops and hints about how he got to... Or that people are scared of him or something like that and not actually put him in a fight because as soon as they put him with Lewis, it was clear that fucking any old person could have just picked him up and booted him across the room. Yeah. So you never get a sense of... How this kid is the huge badass that he is. I think the easiest way to do it would have been he should have been Kane's son. Well, that could have, yeah. And, that, yeah, and his dad's his Everybody's afraid of him. Yeah, because he said something because and then yeah. you're fucked. Kane's yeah. son, that's it. And it would, have, it would have actually had a bit of tragedy there because he was just, you know, well, that scene. Kane killed his own son as Robocop too. Yeah. yeah. But, it, you know, that scene in the back when he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's talking about that and the, the, the scene prior to that where he's making him watch yeah. Officer Duffy get cut up. It would have just been, yeah, you were forced into this, and there's yeah. a little bit of tragedy in it. But no, whatever, but, no, that's not good. Okay, yeah. uh, but um, my just leave that one dangling, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Officer <clears throat> Duffy, he makes a similar error to the peanut in part one. He throws a punch at Robocop's bread basket. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, but you are a policeman. You have seen Robocop. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you've got a brochure with his fucking specs on it. You yeah, know, yeah. he shouldn't be punching you know, what he's making. You know, I'm going to punch him. No, not in the chin. In his steel breastplate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was just so stupid. Oh, man, I'll tell you that you, we, we alluded to it earlier on during the likes, but the lowest ebb of the film is trying to mix slapstick styles comedy with Robocop. Oh. Where, where he's been reprogrammed and him and Lewis are out on the road mm. and then they come across a, I don't know why, a fresh-faced group of Baseball players are robbing a liquor store. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm baffled to why. Again, this is what changes the. Is it a liquor store or is it? A, oh, it's an uh, electronic store. Electronic store or something. Yeah. But this is why. This is what I mean about changing the dynamic. In the first one, they would have been all dirty-looking, scummy crims. Yeah, with right? a reason to be there. But now we've suddenly got a baseball team doing it. You know why? Oh, this could be funny. Yeah. It's not funny. No. And, and the whole that whole sequence is just a. It's just a ramble. It's just crap. Like it's, it's fucking yeah. It's just, just awful to watch. It's such a diversion. It doesn't it doesn't add anything because and it's so short lived too. Like he he solves that problem really quickly by jamming himself onto the bloody um, yeah, circuit. It clears him. It clears him. Whatever you know, what right, he yeah. grabs onto. It's like it for me. As I've said, I've I've seen the TV series. I've seen some of the animated stuff. This that. Particular stuff is just the worst of the worst. Yeah. 
And that might include when fucking he showed up in WCW to help Sting out one night. <laughs> 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 he wouldn't have been much chop in the ring, though. He he, he I think he just stood outside the ring. It took him 10 minutes to walk to the bloody ring. <laughs> he just got, stood outside there looking around at people while Sting was patting him on the back point and going, yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous, but it's Good it's God. terrible. As I said, the the only part that um got laughs out of me was for me the cigarettes, and as you pointed out, I'm having trouble. <laughs> that was that was pretty good, but that that's is just that is the standout low point of yeah, the entire it's, it's Robocop awful. character it, for me. It really, really was awful. Yep. I've I think I'm covered. Really? Yeah. I've still got some. I've still got some legs. Carry on. Dislikes. Okay, so I've spoken about Dr. Fax and her plan and how I think she's it's an extremely fucking flimsy explanation to what she's doing and hastily constructed to get the crook, but the acting performance from what I am led to believe is an Australian actor putting on an indecipherable accent is dreadful. She's awful. Uh, the character's awful. The performance is awful. Just, just shocking all around of, from her. a lot of bad going on there. I had a real issue with the design of Kane. Like, just looking at Robocop and how appealing that design was, the Robocop 2 Kane robot, whatever you want to call it, I know it was supposed to look a bit more sort of monstrous. And as you said, it had the additions, like the gun and all that sort of stuff, which was a good idea, but it looks dreadful to me. It, it just kind of looks like a... Exo endoskeleton or whatever from Terminator. Yeah. Like, but just big and tall. Mixed with yeah. the two and yeah. a big chest kind yeah. of thing. It reminds me of something like the Transformers movies where they just become fucking you, you can't tell one from another. There's just a mess of bloody metal and that's kind of what he looked like to me. I just yeah. I was looking at it going, it's just garbage, basically. Maybe that's because that you had him against the Robocop character so much and it looks so good, but I was just yeah, I was a big I didn't like the design at all. And the other part was the plan that they get to take down Kane at the end. How the fuck does Robocop sneak up on anybody? Yeah. Dunk, dunk, dunk yeah. as he's stepping yeah. in. Yeah, every time he walks anywhere prior to that, you've got fucking whirring and is it <laughs> and you're led to believe that he's climbed up on the back of a truck yeah. and Kane has his... <laughs> he just sort of leaps he's on the back of it. He's going walking from the heels. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, a little bit yeah, too much to cop. Weird. Yeah, that but was... didn't they? Um, didn't they sort of uh, distract Robocop two with that? Uh, they distracted him with the yeah. They distracted him, but you still would have heard him. <laughs> What's that whirring sound? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah. right. I haven't really got much more specific stuff that you, you mentioned before. You liked the blue armor. No, I did. Yeah, oh. that was me. Oh, I did it? Oh, okay, yeah. I wasn't a big fan of the blue armour. It was a little bit, I don't know if it was just because it was too shiny or if it was the bluish hue, hue to it, but I didn't I didn't like that. And then I, I touched on this earlier, but the, the sequences with no story or, or dialogue in them, just like, like I said, I, I was nodding off in bits and there was heaps happening, but there's just no explanation of what's happening. Yeah. And it was just it, it made it very hard to follow. Like a lot of time I didn't even understand what was happening in, in different scenes. So that was pretty much it for but me. But because they were jumping back and forth between crews. Yeah, and like and just had ten group, different stories. You had the OCP stuff. You had the mayor. Yeah. Like, mm. and they're just every few minutes we're getting some sort of exposition about what they're doing, but you've forgotten about what. Now, ten minutes later, we get the next bit of exposition. And we're just like. I can't remember what we were talking about yeah. ten minutes ago. Yeah, I could have done yeah. with more exposition. So than I, don't, I don't really know what you're doing, like. So I think that was its biggest problem, but also the idea of trying to blend this, you know, it, it wasn't dark comedy. It was Yeah, like you said, slapstick. Slapstick yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I actually had... Gags. I forgot. I've got one more that I was... It's one of my... It wasn't as much of a dislike in this one, but it's it's basically plagued the character since then is that... It started here, and it's when Kane sort of devises that plan to get him, um, gets him with the, the magnet and then chains him down and cuts him up. Basically, it's happened a bunch of times in the series, and I think, part, I think it sort of happened in part three, but 
it's a problem that's plagued him since that, and it's that Robocop's fairly easily taken down as long as you don't fucking grab a gun and stand and deliver and yeah. make yourself a target. They they concocted this very minor sort of plan, and they basically take him and cut him up. And Yeah, and he's got no way to get back yeah, out of it. Yeah, he's got yeah. no recourse, and it happens a ton, especially in the TV series. I mean, so many of the episodes are, oh, Robocop's in the shit now, but they didn't finish the job, so he gets put back together. It's just it happens over and over. And, I mean, in the first one it kind of happens, but it kind of fits in with that Jesus stuff that they always talk about in the first one, like how Murphy kind of gets crucified and then they have all the, you know, the rebirth and you have those scenes where he's kind of walking on in the water. Puddles, in the puddles, but he's on the water, yeah. Like it kind of fits in the, in the first one, but it's not even this bad because he gets himself out of it. Mm. Yeah. He kind of escapes or Murphy, um, not Murphy, um, Lewis yeah. turns up in the car yeah. and says, let's get out of here, whereas... In these other ones, it's basically the crims didn't finish the job. Let's yeah. just fucking get a wrecking ball and squash the bloke and it's <laughs> the job done, you yeah. know? Yeah. Ha we've got Robocop fucking up. We should do give him back to the police so that they can fix him. They can fix yeah. him up, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're trying to send a message, but I maybe finish the job first. Yeah, yeah. You're spot on. It's just, it's just rep, it's rinse and repeat. Yeah, yeah. it is. Because I can't remember, does that, it, that's kind of what happens in three, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Like, Yutomo gives him a fucking flogging and... But yeah, in the series, like it's it becomes a running issue. Like so many episodes, yeah. <laughs> the thing only went for freaking sixteen episodes, and I reckon half of them. That's how it happened. So, yeah. any other major dislike? Nothing specific. Doctor Facts. Doctor Facts. <laughs> that's Robocop Two. That's not tear about Robocop Three. <laughs> Just quietly though, and I'll I'll, I'll put this um, on. Facebook. If you if if you know if Robocop's too highbrow for you, <laughs> I found one from nineteen eighty seven called Rotor. <laughs> what is that? Which stands for Robotic Officer Tactical Operation Research. It's made by it would have been made by one of those quick knockoffs. You know, Robocop came out. And this, it looks like the guy, the, the policeman from the village, people. <laughs> wow. He's just going around executing people. Sounds great. Have a, what, I'll put the trailer on. Worth a good laugh. Wow. Worth a very good laugh. Speaking of knockoffs, I actually came across a, a at the bloody markets here one time, I came across a knockoff Robocop toy called Robert Cop. <laughs> Robert Cop? <laughs> Robert Cop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> How do people come up with this shit? <laughs> Did you purchase Robert You know what really sell? Let's put these Robert in production. Cop. Robert Cop. <laughs> oh. It was essentially just Robocop with, in the writing and everything, Robert Cop. I was just like, this is piss funny. <laughs> no one will notice. Put a couple of letters in there. We'll get past the, t- we'll get past the copyrights. Oh, shit. Uh, well, that's Robocop 2. If you want to get in contact with us, send us an email at thrillme at Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia, and at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. The next movie will be 1408. From It's a Stephen King story. That was um, picked by one of our listeners, Kevin. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.